God's saving. God is still in the saving business. Um, I also want you to know that the Lord is speaking in this place. He was speaking through worship. He spoke through a, a literal word from the Lord this morning that confirmed a word that was I felt like was given in um, our Sunday school class this morning about loving and how love trumps everything. Love trumps everything. We want to get things in the way of doing what God's called us to do, but um, love should always come first, love and mercy and compassion. And uh, also, I agree with that word about the fear of the Lord. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And then if we would begin to have a true knowledge of the fear of the Lord, it will change our direction. It'll change our path. Amen? Is anyone hungry for the word of the Lord? Because it's being given in this place, and I want to encourage you. Man cannot lead, eat, live on bread alone, but by thy very word. Um, there is life here. There is life here because the presence of the Lord is here. Amen? All right, we've been talking about our enemies, um, knowing your enemy, the children of Israel being delivered out of Egypt, out of slavery, out of bondage. Waters parted, they walked through on dry land, was in the wilderness for 40 years. Now they're going to take their promised land, the land that was promised by God. It says in Deuteronomy chapter 7, verse 1, When the Lord your God brings you into the land which you go to possess and has cast out many nations before you, the Hittites, the Gergesites, the Amorites, the Canaanites, the Perizzites, the Hivites, the Jebusites, seven nations mightier greater and mightier than you. And when the Lord your God delivers them over to you, you shall conquer them and utterly destroy them. You shall make no covenant with them nor show mercy to them. We are more than conquerors through Christ. He has overcome this world, this life. We will not bow to sin or to shame. We are defiant in his name. Did you guys catch what we sang this morning? I've read, I've read this word and I've read the end and we win. And we win here on this earth. We don't have to wait for heaven to win. We should be having victories here now on earth as it is in heaven. So it's important that we know our enemy. Today we're going to finish, we're going to hit the last enemy and then I'm going to wrap this whole message up next week. We've been looking at these ites, these Hittites, Gergeshites, Amorites, Perizzites, Hivites. Um, and if you go and you do some research in the Hebrew of what these names actually mean, we have seen that these enemies still apply to us today. The, Hivite, the Hittite, the first one mentioned, is a spirit of fear and dread and intimidation. The Gergeshite is dense and thick. We saw that it is a spirit to keep us from learning, to get in the way of us learning the ways of God, feeling like we're inadequate and not able to learn. That is a spirit trying to stop us or trying to make us feel like we cannot grow in the Word. I want you to know we have the mind of Christ. Somebody say amen. The Amorite, which is a spirit of pride, this must be broken the Amorite, the Canaanite, which is a spirit of compromise, so strong in our nation, the Perizzite, which is a spirit of power and control, and then last week a big one, the Hivite, which is a spirit of depression. Today, um, we take on the seventh one, 
And this is a biggie. The Jebusite, which is a spirit of deception and discouragement. Again, I would encourage you, don't take my word for it. Go and get a Strong's Concordance. Go and get a Hebrew. Uh, you can get it on your, uh, for free on the internet. Look up Hebrew. Um, the Greek and Hebrew of words in the Bible. Go look up these words and pro- prove what I'm saying to you. Don't just take somebody's word. Prove it. The Jebusite means trodden, threshing floor, to walk on and to disregard The enemy will cause a Christian to walk all over others' feelings and to disregard their needs. Church, these enemies are for the Christians. We are not talking about the world. We're talking about within the church. The people that were delivered from Israel were the children of God. They were delivered from Israel into the uh, 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 desert The barren desert for 40 years and then we're delivered. These promises are for the children of God. We are the children of God. This is not for the world. This is for us. We do not need to try to apply these to other people. We are to apply them to us, to me. Can I apply this uh, um, enemy to me, this Jebusite spirit? Christians walk over others' feelings and disregard their needs. So I want you to hear me. This is a spirit of Jezebel. Um, There are a lot of books and a lot of material out there that deals with this spirit. And it is real and it is mean and it must be killed. The spirit of deception and discouragement. Other words related are usurper, controller, and manipulator. And this spirit will try to... uh, Work through subtlety and deceit. A Jebusite will violate the will and the volition of another in order to control them. I'm going to say it again. A spirit of Jezebel, deception, and discouragement. Someone struggling with this, a Christian struggling with this Jebusite, are quick to despise and degrade others. They have no respect for other human beings. They tread on them as though they are the ground under their feet, using people as stepping stones for them to go up and forward. We cannot go through life trampling on that which does not belong to us. Just because you may be able to get others to do what you want them to do, it doesn't mean you have the right to do so. Do you hear me? You may say, well, I'm gifted at getting people to do what I want them to do. That doesn't give you the right to do that to someone. Because I'm good at stealing from Walmart, does that mean that's my gift and I should go do that? Do you see how dumb that sounds? So many people with charismatic personalities take that way outside of the boundary of what God has called you to do. And I don't mean charismatic when it comes to Uh, the church religious world, I'm talking about just a charismatic spirit that people want to follow. You know people like that? It's easy to follow. All they got to do is blow their Pied Piper and we just line right up behind them. I've got friends like that, that it's easy for me to follow. Have you ever followed somebody and then wondered why in the world are we where we are? Did anybody look up while we were following someone? How'd I wind up there? Well, I followed that person. 
Well, every now and then I need to look around. Where am I going? Children must be taught to respect the lives and feelings of others. If you have more than one child, I know you know what I mean. They must be taught to respect authorities and the property of others. They cannot be allowed to stomp through life carelessly as if life owes them something. Jebusites are violators. They impose and infringe on others' lives and conversations. They're trespassers. They have no respect for another's calling or anointing or the way that they live. They disdain everything. They find fault, accuse, judge, criticize, and ridicule someone else. It is an amazing thing to see someone that has no regard for God or his ways. Jebusites believe they have the right to impose their way of doing things upon others and even upon God. Have you ever met someone or have you ever done this where you've taken scripture and curved it around to fit what it is that you want knowing that isn't really what God meant when he wrote that? I have definitely done that. We have ways of manipulation to make things work. Someone battling with the Jebusite has a hard time adjusting to the way of God. They always have a better idea. Now, I want you to catch this. God will not override the free will of a man. He will even allow his creation, his dearest creation, to go to hell if they choose. That is one of the most amazing things to see an all-powerful God, sovereign, all-knowing from the beginning to the end, the creator. Everything is his, but he gives us freedom. He does not rule us with an iron fist. He does not put a chain around our necks and drag us. He allows us to make decisions. It, it's mind-blowing. There's so many times as when you're raising kids that you try to control and you try to hold them within a certain area, and then you realize, I can't. I'm not supposed to. I'm not called to. I'm not called to control anyone except myself. I am called to control myself. If I get out of control, it's no one else's fault but mine. Do you know what the Lord has given me? He has given me self-control. He's not given me wife control. He's not given me kid control. I've tried. It doesn't work. He's given me self-control. And even though my emotions and my insides want to react... The Spirit of God is more powerful than those emotions and those reactions. And when this Spirit that wants to control and manipulate and twist, greater is what's in me than what I want to do. Did you hear that? Greater is what's in me. The power that's in me is greater than any fleshful force that wants to take over me. 
whatever thing you've got that you're battling, if you've got Christ in you, that power inside you is greater than that force trying to get you to mess up. The hardest part is to yield. Um, my, one of my kids, uh, this is going to maybe get me in trouble here. Let me think about how I'm going to say this. Um, I've got four kids, so don't try to figure out which one. But one of my kids was riding with another child, not mine, and this child did not understand yield. And my child felt like they almost died. And probably did. Didn't have a clue. So there was no yield going to happen. It was just a collision. Now, they didn't collide. By the grace of God, they didn't collide. But this child came home and said, this person did not know how to yield. And I said, do you understand why when you're learning? To, now here we go. I'm going to reveal. When you're learning to drive, I stay close to the steering wheel. And I don't care how much I hurt your feelings by grabbing that steering wheel and avoiding danger. I don't care how much that hurts you. Right now, I'm in a mode to teach you. And you're in a mode to learn. And if you want to drive, and if we're going to give you the power to drive, you're going to sit with me next to you yelling and screaming and being a nut as a parent, but showing you how to do this. She said, Dad, I know how to yield. It didn't come easy, did it? No, it didn't. I didn't understand it at all. But I knew what was wrong. That is the picture that we have with the Lord, that if we will allow him to lead us and guide us, he'll get his hand on the wheel and pull it for us. Now, if we want to say, God, hands off, I got this, you know what he'll do? Okay. Okay. You want to drive it into the ditch? Okay. I will tell you, there are consequences to the ditch. I can still rescue you. I can still restore you if you turn your heart back to me. But there's going to be consequences to this ditch. How many of you know there are consequences to sins, even for Christians? We're not now free of consequence. We go in the ditch, we get to fix a tire and everything else. We have consequences. We must allow the Spirit of God to teach us to keep our manipulation tendency in check. We all have it. It's not a sexist thing. It's a human thing. We all have it. I want to control certain areas of my life that I'm not supposed to control. And it's so easy to grab hold of it. And unfortunately, sometimes we have people in our life that let us have control. And God would still say, because they let you have control doesn't mean it's right. We have so much dysfunction within families where family members are controlling each other. So much dysfunction within the church where people are controlling each other. So much dysfunction in our jobs, in our marriages where people are controlling each other. That is a spirit of Jezebel. And do you know what God says about Jezebel? Let her die and be ate by the dogs. Do you know that that's what happened to Jezebel? 
You want to hear how powerful Jezebel is? Elijah. After conquering all these uh, priests of Baal, demonic priests, priests of Satan, sat there and watched them all die. Jezebel shows up, says one thing, I'm going to kill you, Elijah. And what did Elijah do? This powerful man of God that made an axe head rise, maybe it was Elisha, I don't know, forgive me if I get this mixed up, made an axe head rise up out of the water. All these powerful miracles. Jezebel showed up, spoke one word, and Elijah took tailed and ran. Got under a tree, started crying, saying, God, I'm the only one. I can't do this any longer. Why me? What did God do? God didn't get on to him. God fed him. Here, you need something to eat. I got a buddy of mine in the church over, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Josh, I'm going to out you for just a second. Driving down the road, he has this Microsoft sink on his car and he yells at a car driving by him and the car shuts off the air conditioner, shuts off the radio, puts a coffee cup in his little screen and says, driver needs sleep. (laughs) (laughs) Couldn't get it turned back on. Wouldn't turn back on. He had to take it to the dealer and say, what the heck? They're like, you have too much road rage. Microsoft Sync is going to shut your stuff down. Is that not so funny? I hate you, Microsoft. Okay, never mind. We must overcome. And we must agree that we all battle this in some way. All of us. This enemy is in all of our land. This spirit of pride, this spirit of fear, they're all in our land. This spirit of compromise, trying to take you out. God will not override your free will. This God respects us too much. Jebusites have no respect for the will of others. Therefore, they have no problem manipulating the free will of others for their benefit. Using subtlety and mind games of seduction of the flesh, the Jebusite doesn't see anything wrong with bending the will of others for their profit. We must drive out this spirit. We must drive out this spirit. I'm going to go back and just make no covenant with them, nor show any mercy to them. Conquer them and utterly destroy them. We should be as cautious of violating the free will of another as we would be of any other sin in God's word. Do you know the, the controlling of someone else is witchcraft? 1 Samuel chapter 15. For the rebellion, for rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft, and stubbornness is as iniquity and idolatry. Can I just ask you, is anybody here stubborn? 
stubborn to the point of getting what you want, that's controlling. What does the Spirit of God say to you? When we want to dig in our heels, I want to ask you, what does the Spirit of God say? When uh, I said this in Sunday school this morning, a lawyer came to Jesus and said, what do I have to do to be saved? And Jesus said to them, what does the law say? Where are you with your reading of the law? And the man says, it says to love thy God with all, my, all thy strength, all thy soul, all thy might, and to love your neighbor as yourself. When we come to a point of wanting to control another, when we come to the point of being stubborn and not and digging in our heels, I want to ask you to seek the Spirit of God. He will give you the right way out. There is a right way. There's a way that seems right to a man. I'm not talking about that way. There is a right way. For you to be successful in your marriage, for you to be successful in your job, for you to be successful in your church, and to stay within the authority that God has given you and placed over you, there is a right way, but you must seek it. You must um, be open to yielding to the Spirit of God. The Spirit of Jezebel is real. It's demonic, and it will tear families and churches and people apart. It says in Matthew chapter 7, let me go back here. Matthew chapter 7, verse 6, Do not give what is holy to the dogs, nor cast your perils before swine, lest they trample them under their feet and turn and tear you into pieces. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 29. How much more worse punishment do you suppose will he be thought worthy? Will he be thought worthy who has trampled the Son of God underfoot, counted the blood of the covenant by which he was sanctified a common thing, and insulted the Spirit of grace? Father, in Jesus' name, I just pray against this spirit of Jezebel.